action. I was one of the first women to serve on an aircraft carrier. Danger. The governor had called and there's a situation and they need to evacuate. Adventure. I'm watching all the coral and all the fish and just the serenity of the ocean made me feel a sense of peace. You're listening to Sea Story. Episode 68, Evening Prayer. Hi, I'm Melanie Miller. I am a chaplain in the United States Navy Reserve. I live in Elkins Park, Pennsylvania, and this is my sea story. I have an interesting story of how I wound up in the Navy. My husband is a Navy veteran, uh, 27 years. He was actually the commanding officer of Navy Recruiting District, Los Angeles, at the time that I entered the Navy. And we had been married probably over 26 years by that time. And he came home one day and said to me, Mel, you could be a chaplain in the Navy. By that time, I had already pastored in North Carolina prior to that and spent time at the VA hospital in Hampton doing a CPE, my pastoral education there. I was working on my dissertation and my PhD. I was 46 at the time. That's when he said, Mel, you can be a chaplain. They're waving ages and you can put in. I was like, yeah, right. But I talked to some of his chaplain recruiters. Amazingly enough, once I decided to go into the chaplaincy, every waiver that I put in, and I had a couple of waivers, which is crazy. I was always saying, I'll never get in, I'll never get in. But every waiver went through. I was like, God was opening up every single door for me to get in. I was sent out to Yakuska, Japan, and I served on the USS Steedham. Probably, I'd say, 80 to 85% of my time was spent counseling people. These were not just enlisted. These were enlisted and officers, people that were having problems with family back home. Sisters and brothers were going through things, and some of their parents were going through things. Some were married and having marital problems and just seeking advice on how to come together and work through the issues that are in their relationships. Then there were those who had personal issues. I had some people that were LGBTQ, experiencing some challenges their own insecurities on being out and dealing with some of the conflict that they might feel or just how they felt about themselves. Dealing with women and women, especially in the workplace, the captain was just amazing on how he dealt with diversity and empowered everyone. It was a very diverse ship. It was excellent. The coolest thing had to be every night doing the evening prayers on the bridge. To get up to the bridge is a series of ladders because it's usually the highest point on the front of the ship. And that's where the captain's seat is. That's where you're going to have the big windows and everybody's going to have their binoculars trying to see what's out on the horizon. That's where you're going to have your sonar and all of these people doing so many things. You have your navigator with their big desk 
plotting courses and things. Inside of the bridge itself, there's always a person I watch. Sometimes when it was nice out, go out and stand out there and look at the stars and the moon and have chats with the watch. When you get up there at night though, all the lights are out. You come up and it's not eerie. I always felt comforted. There's people there who are on watch. There's the lights of the computers or whatever is going on, but it's pretty much dark. The microphone system that runs throughout the ship, that's where you would make all your announcements over the ship. Alarms would come there. Also the notification would come that the CO is coming on the ship or someone's coming on and leaving all, all types of announcements. When I would get up there, the person who was on watch would make his announcement about lights out and everything. And then he or she would say, stand by for evening prayers. I always wrote my prayers. I never ad-libbed. I prefer to do things written and intentional. I would get up there and it's really off to the side where the microphone was. There was a little ledge there. I would open up my sheet and have it there and turn on my little light. Usually I'd start and I really don't say much. I just say, let us pray and begin talking. My evening prayers were usually based around something that was going on that day. Something I had a conversation with someone about or a theme that I saw that resonated throughout the day. If people were just stressful, I would try to weave that into my prayer. If uh, people were excited and happy, I would weave that into my prayer. If people were fearful, weave that into my prayer. They were really appreciative. I think they felt I was listening to them because I was. If it was a theme on fear, I would probably have a scripture from the Bible that said, be strong and courageous, don't be afraid. Then I'd say something about life may be challenging and we might see some of the challenges that come before us and times might get pretty rough during the day and even our personalities might clash with those that we work with and those that we have to spend great time with. But we know that over the course of time, if we just allow ourselves not to fear we don't know what is to come, but if we were to just focus more on the now, focus on how we can come together as teammates and unify, that we can together be strong and courageous and be more effective in carrying out the mission for this ship. Just things to give them encouragement and hope. Some of the sailors would say, Chaplain, I really needed to hear that I was really stressing over my family. I have a baby on the way and you came on and said, don't worry or be anxious about anything. Just give it over to God with prayer and thanksgiving and supplication and he will give you everything you need to guard your heart and your mind. I'm intentional about what I want to happen and how I want to impact the people that I take care of. Chaplaincy offered out-of-the-box ministry experience that you're not going to get at the local church. I was able to connect so much with so many people. 
that were not associated with my faith group, that may not even have a faith group or atheist, agnostic, but my job entailed that I take care of everyone, connecting with different people while they did their jobs, understanding their backgrounds, understanding what their goals in life were, and helping them to flesh those out and to deal with any issues that came to their lives to do so many different things, whether it was career-wise or personal, professional. My number one hobby, the thing I favor in doing in life is watching people and connecting with people. To hear more stories like mine, subscribe to Sea Story today. Sea Story is brought to you by America's Navy. Learn more at Navy.com.